You are listening to the Beard Brothers Fantasy Football Podcast, a part of the Four Beardsmen Sports Network. Hello there. Welcome to the Beard Brothers Fantasy Football Podcast. I am Beard Brother Dylan. And I'm Beard Brother AJ. And we are joined by our fellow Beard Cousin. Not be your brother cousin, because that sounds incestuous. <laughs> Maybe it is. Fuck uh, Alex, the captain from College Sports Connection. Hey, hey, what's going on, everybody? I uh, so we, we're coming in with coming in hot with a, a full show. There's some very necessary NFL news that needs to be talked about. It was almost quite literally very hot. When yeah. I got my AC fixed. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's part of the reason I wanted to bring Alex in that, and we have a, a special segment here that we're we're gonna do here. Uh, in a little bit, but we'll talk about, like I said, some very uh, necessary NFL news. Uh, we're going to hit up some more ADP PVP. Uh, I used a, a mixture of best ball um, ADPs and sleeper ADPs for redraft this time. And then uh, we have one coming up called the Rushmore Reshuffle with all the uh, the slave owners being torn down, the statues in the south. We're going to we're we're gonna play it safe because I you know, we know that some of the presidents own slaves. Not okay. So we're gonna just reshuffle it with America's greatest pastime. No, not baseball. Fuck off, Alex. It's football. <laughs> it's baseball. It's still baseball. <laughs> it's still baseball. Just because it's older doesn't mean it's America's pastime. You're now listening to the Beard Brothers Fantasy Baseball podcast. <laughs> I don't have the time for that. <laughs> I tried a fantasy baseball league once, and I say once because that's. All I would have ever given a chance. I think I made it like a third of the season one year, and then I somehow made the playoffs not setting a lineup. I just gave yeah, up. There's 162 like, games. That is ha- probably 140 more day. than it needs Which to be. It's got reduced to, what, 60 this year? Yeah, let's, just not, let's please not talk. I'm, I'm, my heart breaks. It could be worse. There could be no season. Listen, there's still that possibility. The Rona. Eh. If the fucking MLB, if the MLBPA can come to any sort of agreement with these fucking owners, listen, it's the owners doing it. It's not I know it is. No, it is. The, the players owners. want to play. Yeah, the owners just don't want to pay him. Anywho, <laughs> we'll stop talking about baseball. Actually, I'm I'm gonna introduce a slightly new segment. Well, not slightly new. It's just completely brand new. Um, I don't have a name for it yet. But let's talk about what we've been doing. Let's let's give people some insight into our lives and what we've been doing, and I'll let AJ start. Turn your mic. You're talking to the side of it, sir. This one, this one, this one, this one, this one, this one, this one. Right here. Got it. <laughs> yeah, you're talking to the side of it. No, no, what were you saying? I was so distracted by the fact that you were, like, side-mouthing your mic. Yeah. I, I, we're going to talk about ourselves a little bit and oh, give a little bit of insight. So, AJ, what have you been up to? Absolutely goddamn nothing. <laughs> I live a boring ass life. Other than being a broken man, what I mean, what have you been watching? What have you been playing? Just, just because I fucking crack when I walk, can't breathe. My eyes fucked up right now. Been you've been chucking any frizz? Yeah, actually, I have been. I've been playing uh, quite a bit of disc golf. I played two rounds Sunday. Uh, I played two rounds earlier that week, or earlier last week. Other than that, it's just I've been working, coming home playing call of duty if not doing that i'm working on podcast stuff between our show and the other show and that's dude my life's so boring <laughs> i work i come home i play video games veg out and then i go to bed i've been watching a lot of cutthroat kitchen for some reason lately <laughs> Uh, I Didn't start- you say you're trying to lose weight? Stop watching cooking shows. <laughs> hey, I learned how to cook actual shit. <laughs> I mean, like, yay, but yeah. yay for your future <laughs> health. Right? He watches Gordon Ramsay cries, drives down to McDonald's. I'm not that good. <laughs> Why is my food so salty? Oh, it contains my tears. <laughs> but, uh, Alex, what have you been up to? I know you had a, a pretty crazy week. Uh, yeah, this week I was in Las Vegas. Uh, half the casinos shut down. Shocker. Right. Cootie um, mania running wild, brother. Yeah, and it's it's a I've been to Vegas when it's been, you know, completely open, things like that. It was such a different world. Went hiking at the Grand Canyon. Mm. Got a look down at the Colorado River. That was kinda cool. Um, hiked at Red Rock, did some geocaching and He's good. Yeah. <laughs> so no, it was a it was a it was a good week. 
Um, we're gearing up for a new segment or for a new uh, year of Maction segment on our show. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably in the next week or so, we'll be having our next guest on. Because uh, you're having, you're trying to don't get like, one coach of Yeah, yeah, okay. That's I all I'm saying. Okay, I, was, I don't yeah. know anything else. Okay. So. <laughs> he wasn't spoiling shit. Yeah, right? I, I felt like he was about to punch me. I, I was ready to. <laughs> um, yeah, well, it's, uh, we're going to have another coach on, this time from our first men's team. We've had the women's cross-country coach from Northern Illinois and the women's basketball coach from University of Toledo. Mm-hmm. Now we're switching gears. We're going to be having a men's team coach on, so we're really excited about that. Get to iron out a few more details. And, yeah, we're looking forward to that. Looking forward to football coming back, honestly. Looking forward, like we said, baseball. Everything. For basketball everything. Se- Basketball seems to have their shit together. They Basketball's they the it. only one who has everything yeah. figured out. <laughs> well, because they can isolate. I think they're doing it all, like, at In Disney. In Orlando, yeah. yeah. Well, I've just... The only thing I've cared about so far this year is hockey. And... Yeah, because the Bruins yeah. were, were on pace to win the President's Cup. No, they did. Yeah. They were still awarded the Cup. Yeah. But they... They were going to actually like win it, win it, not. But the only thing that's pissed me off was the draft lottery. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For, trust being a Wings fan, not thrilled. But say, I'm like, the Wings <laughs> are my second team because they're the team I grew up with, but they got hoed. Fucking shafted. And Steve, the, even Steve Eiserman came out and was like, we'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, but still, it's still bullshit because it's like, you do that, and the team that gets the third pick is a team that's still playing yeah not not any team it's just a team that's still playing right now in the playoffs mm-hmm. how's that fair no it's not i'm about to say the wings just dumpster fired the whole season and they get fourth <laughs> pick but yeah uh we'll move on to what i've been doing uh we Working. talked about it a little bit before the show yeah but who gives a fuck about that i drive a truck for fedex and deliver parcels so <laughs> um yeah i uh got a half a tan going from that so that's good and, uh, but yeah, I've, uh, just finished the last of us two. I absolutely fucking adored it despite all the negativity it's getting online. And it's, uh, it was phenomenal. I fucking like, I, I weeped. I sobbed like a little baby at the end. No spoilers, of course, but I, I fucking loved it. Uh, watching season three of dark with my wife, uh, for the uninitiated. That is a German show about time travel on Netflix. And I fucking love it. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> well, I mean, it's Germans. Yeah, and then we They're watched... Uh, hey, you leave my family out of this. Just, we, you know what you are. <laughs> <laughs> but it worked out perfectly because we watched uh, season one of Taboo, uh, which is a Tom Hardy FX show, which... And you have if anybody knows, Tom yeah, Hardy. If anybody knows anything about me, I, Tom Hardy is like my dude. He's my he's my man squeeze <laughs> if, I, if I swung that way. So I... Uh, yeah, we finished that, and we were like, oh, man, we need another dark show to watch, because Taboo's very dark. And I was like, oh, season three of Dark is coming out on the 27th. <laughs> Perfect. Even better. So, yeah, we, we're doing that. Hanging out with the kids, been uh, taking them out places with open spaces more, uh, taking them for walks and stuff. So, outside of that, that's that's about all I got and what I've been doing for the last week. So, uh, we will jump right into the necessary NFL news that everybody, I'm sure, was waiting to hear about. Cam Newton signed a one-year uh, incentive-laden deal for up to $7.5 million? $7.5 million. Yeah. So, what's, what's the actual base on that before the incentives? League minimum. Yeah, it's the. I don't, I don't know what league minimum is. Like eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. So oh, he, he's. Yeah. So yeah, they're. So he's but that's how they're peanuts. But that's then, how they're getting him. Is yeah. it's just going to be all the incentives. Yeah. So I mean, that's. Yeah, that's a base pay, but it's. I don't think he cares what he gets paid. He's been paid enough throughout his career. I think he just wants an I'm opportunity. Sure he's, he's sitting on a fat stack of cash. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I, have you seen his outfits? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, he wants the opportunity, and you. Yeah, I mean, you look at who he's going to get to play under Bill Belichick. I mean, yeah. say what you want about the guy. The guy's the greatest coach in the league right now. And now if, Cam Newton's going to get the chance to play for him. If we were drafting coaches, he would be my 101. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Every time. Yeah. Andy Reid would go 102. Mm, I don't know, man. There's a lot of really good coaches out there. Andy Reid, 102. Mm, like 103, fine, whatever. Hallis, Landry, I mean. Who have done what? Madden. Eh. There's won one Super Bowl. They're all bums. Anywho, uh, we're uh, yeah. I I'm I'm actually stoked about it. I I just think it's fun, honestly. If, yeah. 
if he gets to play, um, there's rumors out there, like I told you guys before the show, that he's just going to be a camp arm. That's not not going to happen. Not for that much money with all those incentives and stuff. He's gonna... League minimum is 510k. Oh, damn. Wow. I, I think that it scales for veterans, though. So that I think that's I would players take a league minimum are... contract for a year. Yeah. Right? <laughs> let me kick. Let me long snap. <laughs> like, I don't give a shit. Let me be the backup kicker's backup. Like, yeah. whatever. I'll be the fucking holder. Right. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'll be the T that you kick from. Like, yeah. that's fine. <laughs> I'll hold it in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Just watch the jaw. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I'm I'm super stoked about it. And, it'll uh, be it'll be interesting to see if if Cam gets the job over Stidham. And I, actually, real quick too, I'm gonna pull it up our uh, Twitter poll that we posted seconds after we got the news. I, I put it up on a uh, a Twitter poll who people think is gonna start Week One, and I think it was a landslide Cam Newton mm-hmm. victory. But uh, quick shout out if you want to follow us on Twitter to at Beer Brothers FF. <laughs> Uh, we post polls. That's mostly <laughs> that is our interaction, especially now. Yeah, and then of course uh, questions. Uh, yeah, ten votes, seven of them for Cam, uh, three for Stidham. So. I was one of the ones for Stidham. <laughs> As was I. As was our our podcast Twitter account. <laughs> so there it is. Uh, I didn't personally vote for it. I, I stuff like that. I'd like to let lie and see what what fans think so i just like voting i i do democracy if i were to pick one i'd say cam honestly just because he's the veteran presence uh it bill is notorious for not liking younger players right so i i think it sucks for stidham because you know he just finally got out of tom shadow Mm -hmm. it's probably like warming up his arm well you say finally he sat one year behind him it's still a shadow set two he was drafted in 2018 he was a rookie last year are you sure I am almost Maybe HIV I'm... positive. Jesus. <laughs> should probably get that checked out, bro. <laughs> Says the person who just got back from Vegas. Uh, that's Rona, not HIV. Calm down. Um, prostitution's legal in Vegas. Yeah, and I didn't do it. We went mountain so wait, climbing. We're nerds. Quick, I'm going to talk about it. Uh, do you think they make the prostitutes wear masks? <laughs> <laughs> the, so it's, it's it. funny you ask that. I'll answer that question for you. <laughs> Did you stop by the bunny house? <laughs> So the governor of Nevada issued a, the day after we got there issued a mandate that everybody like everybody has to wear a mask in public. So I would imagine that would also. Well, include. I'm assuming most well, of the prostitution takes place in private. Well, I understand that, but you have to <laughs> in go private. You have to go get your clients in public. Yeah, I guess. No, not necessarily, bro. Yes, necessarily. Coming from a, a guy who watched Bunny House as his only source of porn when he was a child. <laughs> His only admitted source of porn, let's be clear. That or, like, if I could get my grubby hands on some porno mags. <laughs> we are now the Beard Brothers <laughs> Fantasy, fantasy Fetish Fantasy podcast. Filth Podcast. <laughs> but, yeah, I, 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 they just had an advertisement, and, like, people would come in and be like, I like her. I will pay f- to spend time with this lovely lady for an evening. Mm-hmm. We are going to have dinner and engage in coitus. <laughs> As gentlemanly as possible. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, <laughs> I kind of lost my train of thought. You don't say. Yeah. Stay on target. <laughs> Where were we? I, can somebody fill me in? Uh, talking about the the poll and okay. Cam starting over. But, yeah, uh, I, I mean, that's about all we have for the, the Cam Newton news. I, uh, a n- healthy little nugget for, uh, for fantasy purposes. Uh, anytime he has played a full 16-game season without injury – he is a top five quarterback. So, thank you, sleeper. Something, yeah, something to think about, honestly, when well, it comes how many to drafts. Seasons has he played? Not hurt. Yeah, not a whole lot. Um, pri- every a lot of them prior to twenty fifteen. Yeah, exactly. Their Super Bowl run. Yeah. yeah. yeah Von Miller me. messed him up in that Super Bowl, and he hasn't been the same since. Honestly, that's that's what it's been. Mm-hmm. That he made him scared to go. For and that then fumble. he has to play Von Miller in Week Five this year. <laughs> Jarrett, you're starting this week, <laughs> right? So uh, yeah, I mean, Just honestly, Cam in the corner, feet crying. in position, thumb right. in his mouth. <laughs> uh, news-wise, that's that's all we're really seeing. Uh, yeah, I'm saying I didn't see shit. Hall of Fame game, Hall of Fame game got canceled. Not surprising. Cooties. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, that's. All I've really seen this week, uh, quarterbacks working out, <laughs> saying fuck it to the stay-at-home suggestions. They're not orders anymore. Yeah, say, 
It's not like they're forcing them to. Yeah, Jalen Hurts working out in Tampa Bay with Deshaun Jackson. Kyler Murray working out with DeAndre Hopkins. uh, Tom working out with everybody. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, most NFL quarterbacks are, you know, they have private facilities that they can go to. Yeah, they they, they make bank. So, um, yeah, that'll do it for necessary NFL news. Uh, We'll move on to ADP PVP. Uh, I got a couple names here that I actually really liked. I want to put to... uh, head-to-head against each other and see see, see where we stand. Uh, this time, not Dynasty Edition. This is just strictly redraft. And like I said, I used both Sleeper and... Um, oh, God, what was it? Uh, no, uh, best. I think it's called like Best Ball 10 is oh, the name yeah, of the yeah, website. Yeah. yeah, Best Ball 10s mm-hmm. uh, to, to figure out some ADP. So we'll start with quarterbacks. I've got Tom Brady going against Jared Goff, 16 and 17. Do you want to take the shot on Tom, or do you want to take... The somewhat steady hand of Jared Goff. Alex is raising his hand. Do you have an answer? I do. <laughs> the answer is Tom Brady. Absolutely. You look at the weapons he has down in Tampa Bay now. You've got yeah. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. You've got uh, Ronald Jones in the backfield. You've got Gronk. Like I mean, there's just he's got so many weapons right now. Bo- and yes, Gronk's kind of a wild card because he took a year off. You know, he lost weight. He's now getting back into football shape. But you could also argue getting that full year to just recover was nothing but beneficial for him. Oh, yeah. I mean, I agree with you. It's, I I just really like Jared Goff's talent. I do, too. But the problem is the last year kind of scares me. I mm-hmm. But they here's the the somewhat issue. Like, yeah, the Bucks did draft a first-round offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tristan Wirfs with the 13th pick. They moved up one spot. But uh, there's holes in both of those offensive lines. Yes. I think a little bit more so. Because they still have uh, Ali, I think it's Marpet at left guard. He's he's really good. I, say, I don't know why you looked at uh, me like for I was the for the Tampa that. Bay Buccaneers. No, I was yeah. like thinking out loud. But uh, yeah, I think the the Rams have a slightly worse offensive line. People forget. Like I know Cooper Cup and Robert Woods aren't household names mm-hmm. for like general yeah. NFL fans, and like Mike Evans and maybe Chris Godwin is. But well, especially after last year with all the fucking they, shit they were doing, they still right. have weapons in in LA, LA. In LA, they do. But it's tough. I honestly, I think I would honestly take Jared Goff. I think I would too. I it's the unknown of Tom Brady is is a little too much for me. And plus, I mean, either way, if you're in a twelve team league and it's one QB, you're using one of your last picks on these guys. Sure. I I think you have to keep in mind, though, yes, Tom Brady has the unknown with all these new weapons, but we've seen Jared Goff at his best with his weapons, Mm -hmm. and we've seen Jared Goff at his worst with these weapons. Yeah. Like, we've seen such a mixed bag from Jared Goff, whereas you know Tom, as long as his guys are catching the ball, he's going to get them the ball. Yeah. Is he, though? Because he missed a A lot. lot He missed a lot last year, but if you go back and you watch the wild card playoff game, how many times did guys just get hit right in the hands and mm-hmm. drop the ball? The, I don't I'm, blame that loss fully on Tom. I'm really also worried, like, and it seems so trivial, the environment change that Tom's in. He just went from New England, shitty weather, mm-hmm. to Florida, hot, shitty weather. <laughs> <laughs> so, And you can't tell me in those jersey pictures doesn't look like that sun's kind of getting to him. Oh, no. I mean, he looked like he aged 25 years. Yeah, yeah. and that's what we've, worries me. We've made the joke that he looks like a tanning rack now. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think... I, I think that that's why, as much as people are criticizing him, I think that's why he's been working out as much as he has with these players, because he has to get used to him. He's going from Josh McDaniels and the Bill Belichick offense to something completely different. Yeah. Something he doesn't know. I'll I'll disagree with AJ on that one just because I I don't think weather is ever going to be a factor for Tom because he's mm. played in hot weather he's played in cold weather it's he's done it for so long I don't think it's ever going to really affect him. Um, I think I he know. probably wanted Florida's to get out. Where the old people go to die. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> retire. Calm down. Yeah. And they die yeah. sometimes. What, what happens? <laughs> at, what happens after you retire, Alex? You die. <laughs> Ask Joe Paterno. I'm gonna live forever. Oof. That's different. <laughs> Don't don't bring All Joe right. into this. Have a good one, guys. I gotta go. <laughs> Just Joe, Joe didn't have a my choice. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I I think I would just rather take Jared Goff because I've I've seen more consistency out of him in the last couple years. So I 
Tom missing players, I understand he does, he didn't he had went from like the thirty second to like top three in weapons. <laughs> yeah, going to Tampa Bay from well, they, New England. He had a lot of inconsistency. Is his last year as far as weapons went in New England mm-hmm. too? So well, there were a lot of injuries. You know, he had two rookie wide receivers. He had Julian Edelman underneath. He had a rotating door of tight ends, mm-hmm. and he had a backfield by committee that was like meh. It's a great backfield, but there was no consistency yeah. with he'll who still, was. He'll still have a backfield by committee. It's, there's no upgrade sure, running back there. But but there's significant upgrade at his everything wide else. Outs, yeah. yeah, wide outs and tight ends. Yeah, um, and. No, he probably got a downgraded offensive line because somehow the Patriots always put together a decent offensive line. I know it wasn't great last it's year. All, yeah, it's very patchwork. Well, I mean, there were a lot of injuries that they were mm-hmm. dealing with, too. Yeah, but. and working Isaiah Wynn and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But, yeah, uh, I'm going golf. AJ's going golf. Alex is going Tom G-12. Brady. Tom Brady. Uh, we got running backs coming up, so we're going to go uh, 16 and 17 again. Le'Veon Bell versus Leonard Fournette. I'm taking Leonard. There's, there's just no way. There was just that, no way. I, that team is gonna break his fucking legs yeah. with the amount of work he's gonna get. His legs are gonna be like Linguini by the end of this. Now, season. So why would you pick the guy with the broken? Now legs? keep in mind, this is this is PPR. So I, you may be surprised by my answer. I'm actually gonna take Love Bell here. Uh, just because he's still going to be the workhorse back, I don't think yeah. Frank Gore is going to do enough. I don't think. Uh, no, I think Frank Gore's there, like just to collect infinity stones. Not Michael P. Ryan. Who was the running back that they drafted? Um, from Florida. I have no clue. Oh, I don't the, the other P. Ryan. Um, or no, yeah, it's Michael P. Ryan, not some uh, Samaj P. Ryan. Yeah, was yeah, the yeah, other yeah. one I was thinking of. Yeah, I, I don't think P. Ryan is going to steal anything away from him. No. I just think he's a workhorse back. I think his. Uh, they they are slightly improved on the offensive line, mm-hmm. but his passing work is gonna make him a lot more relevant. And I think honestly, Chris Thompson will steal enough targets away from Leonard Fournette to make him a little less relevant than he was last year. Assuming Chris Thompson stays healthy, that's been his literally his issue his whole career. Yeah, no, I it's it's been his his drawback. I don't think he's gonna be fantasy relevant at all. Sure. But I think it'll it'll still hurt because Jay Gruden's their offensive coordinator now, and right. he brought in Chris Thompson specifically because he loves he him. Know, yeah, <laughs> he understands him as a player. Yeah, and TJ Yeldon, if you remember, stole a lot of that passing down work. Yes, he did from Leonard Fournette uh, two years ago. So I like let's say looking at the stats last season, Lev Bell was targeted seventy eight times. Mm-hmm. Leonard Fournette was targeted a hundred. Yeah, but I don't see Lev's going anywhere but possibly up. I see a significant drop, probably down, if he was at 100 for Fournette, maybe in like the 50 to 60 range. See, even even then, the running work he's going to get is going to count. I understand, and he's more talented than Lev is now in their stages of their career, even though you guys for some reason thought that (laughs) <laughs> I always think Fournette Le- was like I always 30. think Leonard Fournette's like 112. Yeah, but that's Frank Gore. Um, I mean, you just you've heard his name. What so feels much like yeah, yeah. Just and so you always think, wow, he's got to be getting up there. No, he's, no, he's still a baby. He's still younger than I am. Everybody's younger than you, though. So Alex, who do you got? Ouch! Be the tiebreaker. Uh see, so I like Lev Bell. I think he has a bounce back this year. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it's, I mean, you look at what he did in Pittsburgh. Yes, Pittsburgh had all those offensive weapons and all those things. He was the bell cow. I mean, he was the... Uh, the Le'Veon bell cow. Right. <laughs> Thank you. But say, you went against me. Get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> Bruins suck. Continue. <laughs> Continue talking about how the Bruins suck or... No. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I think, I think honestly, Lev Bell has a great bounce back year. You know, Sam Darnold has another year in that offense. Hopefully he doesn't see ghosts this year. Or uh, start smooching people. Right. <laughs> Especially now. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, for me, it's Lev Bell. I, I think I take Lev Bell. I feel like he's he's a better overall back. And I think that... Throughout his career, for sure. Yeah. 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 And I think that there's going to have that... They're going to have that consistency with him. And they're not going to need to rely on him as much now that 
Sam Darnold has what he's going into his third year now. He's going to be a little bit better. They're making moves in New York. For me, I, I Lev Bell's where I where I grab. Mm-hmm. I, I understand. I just I just think the work that Leonard's going to get is going to outshine all of that. But that's just my opinion, man. I don't know. You just said he was going to break his legs, so like <laughs> he's out after week three. Lev Bell was the smart choice. <laughs> all right, guys. So that'll move us on to our wide receivers. Uh, I got, I grabbed a couple that I I thought were nice to go head to head with each other. Uh, the wide receiver twenty two is Stephon Diggs. He's be, that's where he's being drafted right now, and then Allen Robinson as the wide receiver twenty three. Chicago. Yeah. So, Allen Allen Robinson killed it last year. Yes. Mm-hmm. Finished as a top ten wide receiver despite Mitchell Trubisky. Yes. Oof. Um, biscuit. <laughs> and then Stephon Diggs, of course, had the big move from Minnesota to Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Um, got honestly a lateral move at quarterback. Yeah, I wouldn't I, they're, say it they're was completely a, a younger lateral move. Yeah, they're they're completely different quarterbacks. Uh, Kirk Cousins is like a masterful West Coast style quarterback, mm-hmm. um, and Josh Allen can run like the wind. And, he can sling it too and fucking chuck it over. Mountains. Yeah, chuck that shit. But how accurately is an issue? Uh, Kirk Cousins had way uh, a way better deep ball accuracy than Josh Allen did but I think overall Josh Allen will be more willing to throw it downfield um but they're he's going from one run first offense to another so overall I honestly I I think that makes the pick pretty easy for me mm-hmm. I'll take Allen Robinson as because if you look at the rest of that depth wide receiver depth chart um with Anthony Miller Riley Ridley I, there's no one else there. No. Nine tight ends. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say. The, the, and Tariq Cohen. Yeah. <laughs> to steal the, some targets. The army of tight ends that team has. <laughs> yeah. Um, An offensive line worth. Yeah, right. I think Nick Foles coming in definitely helps that as well. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to go. Um, With Diggs? Yes. Just because I really like his situation. Talent-wise, I, I would say... They're close. They're very close talent yeah. wise, but Diggs is slightly better. So and and see and that's where I, I want to go that way. But I think with th- there's more targets in Buffalo mm-hmm. than there is in Chicago, and that's why he's going to stand out more. So I I would go with Allen. Myself. So that that's kind more, of my more thing targets too. to throw to, not volume right. yeah. wise. Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of my thing is Diggs really benefited from having Adam Thielen mm-hmm. up in Minnesota. He's getting something similar to John Brown. Yeah, John Brown's nothing to scoff at. Right. No, not at all. John, John he's, Brown he's is not he's not great. Adam Thielen talented. Sure. But I mean he you know he's he's getting you know he's getting somebody who's going to get a healthy share of targets. Mm-hmm. But now I think the the pressure's on Stefan Diggs to be the number one there. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Minnesota you could really argue he and Thielen, yeah, yeah, it was very much a one A and one toss B. up. Yeah, very, very Mike Evans and Chris Godwin esque, which yeah. which worked out really well because mm. it's like you don't cover one, you get burned by the other. Yeah. Now you've got John Brown, who's definitely a high end wide receiver two, low end wide receiver one. Diggs is going to have to on put a depth up, chart, not for fantasy purposes. Right, 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 right. <laughs> um. Now you've got Diggs, who has to go in and be. The guy, the the deep threat, the main yeah. guy, and people know that. So you're gonna see, and he's now going to a different division, who has, I think, arguably a, one of the best defenses in the league with the Patriots. You've got the Jets who have a well, he's solid. Gonna be, he's going to be getting covered by Xavier Howard mm-hmm. in from Miami. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Jets secondary is absolutely atrocious. So start Stephon takes those weeks because <laughs> those will be the weeks he goes off. Sure, no, but, I mean, but he's he's hyper inconsistent. Exactly. So it's. And that's why I want Allen Robinson, because Allen Robinson, he's been the number one. Mm-hmm. And he puts Listen, up numbers all the time. Anybody who can put up those kind of numbers with Mr. Trubisky throwing to him mm-hmm. is my kind of guy. I yeah. could put up those numbers. but <laughs> If he can stay healthy. Um, I know that's another Diggs issue, has yeah. had a couple minor injuries here and there, but Allen Robinson, he's been healthy for the last several years, though. Yeah, so, which is nice. The uh, last two years, anyways. So uh, that'll move us on to our final one is the tight ends. And I picked some yucks. <laughs> um, Ew. This is where I use the best ball one. Uh, number eight, Hunter Henry, or number nine, Austin Hooper. I know that one's very ew. No. 
I, I feel I'm, like we're, we're going to have a consensus answer here. But say, I, I don't know, because my, my homerism is going to play into this. Mm-hmm. I'm oh, taking 100%. Austin Hooper. Yeah, I knew that's where yeah. you were going. Yeah, no, I was going to say Austin Hooper as well. Just <laughs> just because, like, I, I know David Njoku is still there and will be a part of two tight end sets. Um, and then they're going to pound. I mean, they're going to be a run first team. And Baker's inconsistency scares me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, what consistency do the L.A. Chargers have at quarterback right now? Yeah. Tyrod Taylor. So, and Justin Herbert, who I am super low on. Yep. But I... I, I think he's going to be a much more viable red zone And there's target. there's the health risk with Hunter Henry. So, so I like Hunter Henry in this one, so I, I'm going to go against you guys on this one. I like Hunter Henry solely because... Last year, you had Philip Rivers. He, Hunter Henry still put up great numbers for when he was healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had Philip Rivers, who was getting sacked every other play but, because he couldn't scramble. Tyrod can scramble, which buys him time to get targets to Hunter Henry. I think Hunter Henry still has a lot more value. You've already mentioned it, David and Joku with Cleveland. If they're going to be a, and Joku can stay stay if healthy. He, if he can stay healthy, sure. But they also have another tight end Harrison on that. Harrison Bryant. The guy yeah. That just, uh, so they've got three tight ends on that roster who are all going to be mixed in somehow. Yeah. Yes, Austin but Hooper's going to be the number one. I would say, but who got paid? Right. <laughs> and I understand that. Hooper's going to be the number one. But then you've also got Odell to feed. You've got Jarvis Landry to feed. I mean, you've, you've got, got Chubb and Hunt in the backfield. Right. I mean, but who's, who's going to be their number one red zone target? Probably Hooper. Yeah. Hooper probably Hooper. Yeah, I mean, I, well, I would say probably Landry more so because... No, like, I'd say Odell over Landry for sure. You no, think so? I think yes. Odell's their designated uh, deep threat. Not necessarily. I still think Landry's more no, I think, target in the, in I the think red zone. If, if you're throwing a jump ball between Jarvis Landry if, and if, Odell, if, who's if coming down with it? If well, I'm sure. throwing a jump ball, I'm sure. Of course. But, that's, but you're, not, you're not throwing a jump ball unless it's you know 30 yards out. No, I'm not. I'm not throwing a Have five you, yard jump ball. Do you not know what a fade is? An that's not a fade. fade. That's not a jump ball. Come on, <laughs> but that is a jump ball. Though. But I'm just saying, a like, slight fade is. I think I would trust Jarvis coming out of the slot in the red zone yeah. more than I would want Odell on the outside in the red zone. That's that's where I was going yeah. with that. Yeah, but I I just think underneath is going to yeah. be it, much it come, more overall. It comes down to question marks for me. There are way too many on Hunter Henry as opposed to, to Austin Hooper. But because they still have Gerald Everett there, too. Mm-hmm. Right. No, no, Gerald mix, Everett's with the you're Rams. Mi- you're mixing oh. up your L.A. teams yes, there. but They but, have uh, similar colors and names, yeah. so yeah, I get it. Their jerseys look almost exactly the fucking <laughs> thing, right. and their logos. But, uh, it's yeah, so confusing. I just... Uh, Baker Mayfield's affinity for tight ends in the red zone, I think puts Hooper a little bit higher. I think to me, he has higher touchdown upside. Mm-hmm. Um, when you, when you look at the drop off, so say it is Landry as the other red zone threat, right? Or end zone threat. There is another end zone threat to Hunter Henry. That is much better of an end zone threat than Jarvis Landry. And that's Mike Williams yeah. and Keenan Allen. Yeah. Both of them. <laughs> but I think, but I think though, that's the other thing too, is you look at, also, who has more touchdowns at the end of the year, the Browns or the or the Chargers? I think the Browns do. Personally, if you're looking at overall offense, Look, I like the Browns' offense more I than the Chargers. I appreciate your optimism, but as a Browns fan, I've been hurt before. <laughs> so, worst offensive line, agreed, for the Chargers? Yeah, it's one of We're, the bottom three in the now, league for sure. Now that Cleveland's got the upgrades, yes. yes. Worst quarterback, correct? I wouldn't say we're uh, of the two. Yes, yeah, of yes. the two. Yeah, Baker think, or Tyrod. Well, I think Baker has a little more inconsistency. Well, considering however, Baker Tyrod took is. over that, but team. we haven't seen Tyrod start in how many years since Baker two took years. over? So yeah, two. yeah. But I mean, he got hurt. That's why he took over. Still, he could have easily gotten he the got, job back. If Baker he got sucked. hurt. No, yeah. I mean, I was at the game. He got a concussion. Yeah. I was literally there watching that game. <laughs> it was against the Jets. I remember. He, he could have came back if Baker sucked. They'd have kept him. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, and then. Other options in the red zone. Who has the the who has more threatening players on the outside? The Chargers do. Uh, five eleven and five ten are the the heights of the Browns receivers. Six two and six four yeah, are the I, heights I would of the. Nail it all day. I'm not saying. I mean, I'm right, not saying overall better. I'm just saying red zone threats. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are 100. percent Bigger. I'm just red zone looking threats. at. There's so many more mouths to feed in Cleveland now. I think there's the same amount of mouths to feed in, 
thief to feed. <laughs> you've got two running backs, you've got two good wide receivers, and you've got three tight ends in Cleveland. You've got two wide receivers and a tight end in in you're forget You're forgetting one of the best pass-catching running backs oh, in the league. Austin Eckler, yeah, I guess. <laughs> He's all right. Yeah. So. I don't know. I, I It's a toss-up for me. I, I'm personally going Hunter Henry um, just because I haven't been hurt by him yet. <laughs> Fair enough. Hurt. Uh, but, yeah, I, I'll take Austin Hooper in that one. So we got two, vo- two votes for Hooper and then one for Hunter Henry. So that'll slide us right into our Rushmore reshuffle, and we're going to hit up those uh, those D20s again. Let's see who, who gets first pick. This red one right here? That's a D12, but we can roll it. Oh, yeah, that works. You go first, AJ. Is that a one? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so guess who's picking last? Okay, never mind. Alex also rolled a one. So you guys will have a roll-off, and I'm going to roll... For the first pick. There we go. You guys can go one more time. Is that a, a six or a nine? It is a six. And a ten. Nice. So me, Dylan, AJ, and then Alex. So so the, the just so I'm clear on the rules, we're all building our own personal Mount Rushmore? Yes. Okay. Four picks. Okay. The greatest NFL players. In our minds of all time. Of all time. Okay. History, wherever they've played. And you're going to fucking hate me. Because I am taking the one-on-one, I'm going to take Tom Brady because he is the GOAT. Yeah. I, you have to take a quarterback, I feel like. And he's won six Super Bowls. He's been to nine. Like, he's been to more Super Bowls than so any other team has ever been. So Here's we can't tied. pick anybody else's, right? No. Okay. No. And yeah, that's fine. It's, I mean, it's a draft. If you weren't if you weren't taking Tom Brady, one of one of us was going to. I yeah. Mean, yeah. It was, and we'll, we'll snake it, of course. Yeah. Uh, give you guys a chance to catch up from me drafting the GOAT. So, AJ, number two. Who you got and why? And uh, we we are capping it at two quarterbacks. We want to have. You don't want just all quarterbacks. No. I mean, like, why? Why though? Because like, when you think of greatness, know, quarterbacks just, come I'm to mind. Kidding. So I didn't want to. I wanted to th- throw some other players out there. Well, I'm stuck between a couple, and I, I think it's going to come down to like a lot of like personal stuff, like. Ah, uh, fuck it. I'm taking Dan Marino. Whoa. Bold strategy there. Kevin. I fucking, I love Dan Marino. I think he's... Dan Dan Marino is is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. I feel like you're going to take a, a slight hit in the polls. Don't care. Because he doesn't have a Super Bowl win. Don't care. Yeah. <laughs> that being said, I'm going with the GOAT title, Joe Montana. That's who I was torn between. That was the second quarterback yeah. for me. That uh, I just I love Dan Marino. Four Super Bowl much. trips, four Super Bowl wins. Yep, and uh, none of them were close. Like I mean, he he manhandled everybody. Yeah, the dynasty in the '80s for the Niners was built upon Joe Montana's back. Yeah, along with Bill Walsh, of course. Joe yeah, Montana. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so I I really like Joe Montana. I mean, you know, you like you said, four Super Bowl wins, mm-hmm. four Super Bowl trips. The guy just couldn't lose. I mean, he was nicknamed the Comeback Kid. Like yeah. Every time he was down, he found a way to win. Yeah. So I was saying, I just, I just like, I, I just like Dan Marino. Yeah, you can let your heart decide. <laughs> I, if you, and I did. Yeah, uh, it, you can make pull picks. You can go with your heart. Do do what I you want to do. I will not pander. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mine wasn't pandering. I just picked the greatest made, player of all yeah, time. <laughs> like it made the most sense. So my next pick, I'm going with the greatest receiver of all time, you, Jerry Correct. Rice. Yeah. Got the stack. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was kind of hoping he'd make it back to me, but I had a feeling he wouldn't. Yeah. No, I, I, I Jerry, again, Jerry Rice, yeah. you it's, just look at his career. It's not even close, dude. <laughs> no, because that's, that, that's where I was going. You can, you can argue running backs. You can say Emmitt Smith, Walter Payton, Jim Brown, Barry Sanders. There's right. a plethora of running backs you can Who choose Who are great. From. Yeah. But, I mean, it. it's fucking Jerry. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's no. You don't not take Jerry. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm saying, like, maybe he'll go double quarterback and I can sneak Jerry Rice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nope. Ah, you bitch. <laughs> I had it locked and loaded, and I should have had a backup plan. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dipshit. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, I should take... Because you would have you gotten Dan with this pick. I so know. you should have taken Jerry know, Rice right? with your second I pick. Should've. I should have. Can we restart this episode? Is it too late to do that? Pass. We oh. are 38 minutes in. That's going to be a short episode. Yeah. We're- we can. It's easy. We can just restart it. No, we'll uh, <laughs> actually we'll we'll throw in a journeyman jigsaw to end it. Okay, let's see here. 
I am going to take my personal favorite running back. I'm just I'm going with my heart. I'm taking Barry Sanders. Okay. Nice. That makes sense, honestly. Good pick. I um this is where it gets a little rough for me, honestly. Uh so I have back to back picks. But I'm I'm gonna honor to me the greatest defensive player of all time. I'm gonna take Lawrence Taylor yep. with 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 the second pick for yeah. me. <clears throat> you can't pass on him. I, I just, I, I mean, he would have been one of my two picks regardless. I just don't think he would make it to my fourth pick, so I, I have to take him now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that leaves me in a rough spot. You could go running back. Um, you could go wide receiver. I could maybe sneak in another defensive player, but I, I don't think I want to mm-hmm. um, when you're just talking goats. Um, so I will just go overall history, and I will take Jim Brown. Yeah. I he's arguably the best running back to have ever lived and if you ever watch tape of him play dude it was insane how much better he was than everyone else on the field no matter regardless of position <laughs> so yeah I'll take Jim Brown which brings us right back to AJ yeah who's struggling he is fucking tilting I can see it not I can see it on his face because like, I'm just picking players that I love yeah and the guys that I liked a lot. And it kind of bums me out to not see the guy that I love at this position higher on that list. Um, I might be able to get him with the next pick. So, I'm going to take uh, Ray Lewis. Okay. He was... He was He's the only one that was close for me. I don't know. There was Reggie White or Bruce Smith or there's a ton of people. And I yeah, there's a, there. I mean, there's a ton of great linebackers. Yeah. But like Ray Lewis. I'm, well, the two I just named were defensive ends. But I'm yeah. just saying <laughs> in general. But when I was watching football and watched it regularly, Ray Lewis was the fucking guy. Mm-hmm. And as a defensive-minded guy and guy who loves defense. Easy pick, Ray fucking Lewis. Fair yeah. enough. Well, I'm going to go to the Windy City for my next pick. Who has an award named after him. The Walter Payton Award. Yeah. Yep. For one, Walter Payton. So I'm taking him for my next pick. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, you look yeah. at He's the uh, the second leading rusher in NFL history, I believe. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, uh, the guy had a great career. Oh, yeah. Um, like, you, there's no... And now, the only reason Emmett Smith ever beat him out for it was because of longevity. Yep. Right. Yeah. Um, now and talent, of course. Yeah, I'm not saying he was a greater talent than Walter Payton. Sure, he, he had the talent to pass him for, for a, a longer, longer period, period of time. time. Yeah. yeah. And my last pick is definitely a little bit of a uh, more Homer Michigan bias, but Charles Woodson. You yes. fucking piece of shit! <laughs> Get the fuck out of my house! I could not pass on the Heisman Trophy winner, the NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year. The only defensive player to win a Heisman Trophy. Mm-hmm. I thought I knew exactly. Sure. I knew exactly you thought who you thought was going to come back to you, and I, I was like, mm, Alex will take him. So, sorry. Got to pick my boy Woodson. I don't want to play this game anymore. <laughs> don't want to play this game anymore. Uh, go Blue. <laughs> I mean, I, I agree with you. I, just, I mean, you just look at his career, and it's like everybody wants to talk about, oh, you know, this, that, and the other, and, like, that's fine. I just – I have always loved Charles Woodson. I mean, he's he played in the NFL as a cornerback for 18 years. Yeah. Like, you can't – Would you have taken Ray Lewis had I gone Charles Woodson? Because I probably could have gotten them both if I played it right. Motherfucker. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I would have taken him if you had taken Woodson. I would have taken Ray Lewis on my, with yeah. my fourth pick. Absolutely. I'm so I'm like legit butthurt right now. I love how he's <laughs> the only one struggling on figuring out the players. Because <laughs> I had it all. Welcome to welcome to my struggle. <laughs> Fuck off as his co-host. <laughs> Fuck off. Well, him is my co-host. <laughs> Man. It was all it was all in good. You had to go and fuck it up, didn't you, Alex? You know what? Fuck it. One of the greatest fullbacks to ever play the game. Mike Austin. <laughs> <laughs> D 
Damn it, that was my next pick. No, man. <laughs> Fuck it. I love the A-Train. I don't give a shit. Your next pick that isn't coming. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm very torn. I'm, I've already conceded that I've lost this draft. Um, <laughs> I'm extremely torn because I, I, I could take another quarterback. Drew Brees is still there. Brett Favre is still there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Peyton Manning's still there. Overall greatness, when you think of it, those three, kind of hard to beat. But I'm going to take a personal favorite of mine. Um, I'm going to have two defensive players on my team. Nice. I thought about taking Ed Reed. I really did. But I'm going to take primetime. Nice. I have to take Deion Sanders. Yeah. I have to. And Mel Blunt, in great retrospect, could be a better cornerback than he was. But I... Just the, the attitude, so, the swagger, the closing distance, like the I, I fucking wanna, pure speed, and here. and you get a kick returner too. So can I change my call stop? No, you already. No, you're you you fucked yourself, so I'll allow it. <laughs> I'm gonna take Palomalo. Troy Palomalo. Yes. Okay. Okay. Still, <laughs> still think Ed Reed was better than him, but yeah. Yep. <laughs> and Ronnie Lott. Okay. <laughs> uh, mean. Joe Green, like, you know, there's... Well, Mean Joe Green was I mean, sure, D-tackle. Sure, but, I mean, he hit like a linebacker. Yeah. So, yeah, um, much real quick, because I'm assuming we all pulled up the NFL 100 team. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't. Okay. Um, yeah, you well, could I tell. I, <laughs> <laughs> I just picked people I liked. I didn't give a shit. They, I didn't realize they picked two punters and two kickers. Did they really? Yeah. And both punters were both fucking Raiders punters. <laughs> And Sebastian Janikowski is no, one of them. No, Sebastian Janikowski was a kicker, sir. Get wrecked, noob. He punted, didn't he? No. 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 He kicked. No, he, his no. counterpart that punted alongside of him for a very long time, uh, Shane Leckler. And then... Uh, God, why am I on the show? Was it Ray Guy, the only punter who's been inducted into the yeah. Hall of Fame, yeah. I believe? So, yeah, I, uh, I absolutely love that. Um, I'm going to try to find a very hard one for both of you to answer. Here's, for... here's my thing. It's funny that sometimes I actually give out great advice and, you know, the things I say come true in my picks on, like, certain starts and shit, mm-hmm. and then I just go full tater. <laughs> <laughs> and not even french fries, bro. No, man. This is <laughs> french just, fries are too good for you at this, this point. This is just a straight-up raw tater, skin yeah. and eight. <laughs> Flap. <laughs> just a wet tater. I don't care. I picked people I Not loved, even boiled. And I'm still mad that you took Charles Woodson from me. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. You had how many opportunities to grab him? I know. I thought I could sneak him late. I didn't think anybody else was really going to start thinking defense. Oh, I I mean, I knew I was going to take him earlier, but I'm like, no, there's other guys I have to take first. Yeah. And, and of I course, took him with my fourth pick. Of course, a lot of people got left off. We took 12 people. Yeah. So um, feel free to hate on us. Send us a message if we if we <laughs> Feel free to anything. hate on me because I don't give a shit. <laughs> Tell us we suck. You got cabbage in your muff. Let's <laughs> say, I know, I know my list wasn't the greatest. All right, so, uh, well, you guys want to do three, and let let the other two try to do like a, a trivia show kind of thing. Try to let somebody chime in first and see who can get the most right answers. Sure. I'm gonna go ahead and you guys find your your. Have you um you've listened to the show? I've enough. listened to the show, but I don't know what your guys' is meant. Uh, so Journey Journeyman Jigsaw for the uninitiated, I'll explain it to both Alex and the listeners out there. Is the greatest sports trivia game of all time. We find somebody who's played on three or more NFL teams, regardless of position, regardless of what year, years plural, <clears throat> and then uh, list off some stats about them. Where they maybe went to college, right, right, right. Whatever okay. you feel like isn't a super big. I just, I, I wasn't entirely yeah. sure what your criteria. And were. let the other people try to guess. So, uh, like I said, they had to have played for at least three NFL teams. Uh, and I'm going to write down our, our picks here that we had from uh, from the Rushmore segment. Not and <laughs> not we're what all we're doing pi- now. We're just picking one. Yep, just one random could be quarterback, running back, wide receiver, anything. Okay. I need to get to the website that I like to use. I already have mine. It's I don't know why I started humming the Indiana Jones yeah, song. Right. Da, da, da. Um, Five minutes later. And we're back. Sorry, we had to take a little reprieve there because we couldn't figure out which players we were doing. We had to collect our thoughts and uh, move along with the segment. So We weren't originally going to do this segment. Yeah. Well, uh, we're going going opposite draft order. Um, so Alex will read his first and let me and AJ guess, and then we'll go from there. So the player I picked played his college ball at Clemson. 
Okay. Was a unanimous All-American his senior year and has played for five NFL teams. His career stats include uh, 3,451 rushing yards. Oh, Alex is giving big-time stats. Mm -hmm. 1,484 receiving yards. Return yards, 2,056 return yards, and 23 total touchdowns. Okay. Can you give the position, or is that a spoiler? I could probably give the position. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a running back. I figured when you said rushing yards, but... Yeah. From Clemson. Uh, and then go ahead and give us the, the teams and what years. Buffalo Bills, 2010 to 2014. New Orleans Saints, 2015-16. The Seahawks, 16. The Jets, 16. Kansas City, 2017. Oh, I, wait. Sean no. McCoy? No. Um, he went to Pitt. Oh, yeah, um, he played He did Philly. go to Pitt, yep. You, who, who was he drafted by? Buffalo Bills? Yep. Oh. As far as I know, he is no longer in the league. Hmm. Yeah, because he's in Buffalo. That's why I went right to, right to Shady. One, one more time with the teams. Buffalo? Buffalo, New Orleans, Seattle, the Jets, and the Chiefs. Wait, what year did he play? What was the last year he was in the league? 17. Played for the Chiefs in 2017. Why can't I think of who this is? Yeah. Went to Clemson. You're going to punch yourself when you when I tell you. Yeah. I'm trying to think of who... Because it was... His jersey numbers included 21, 26, and 28. Okay. I've... There's a name... I. I guarantee you the second I hear it, it's going to piss me off. I want to give you his part of his name, but I feel like that no, would be a spoiler. Don't, no, um, No, it's not Fred Jackson. Um, I don't know why Darren Sproles came to my mind, but he played for Philly. Still I think for he Philly, pl- I think. I thought because he played for the Saints for a little bit, didn't he? Yes. Who? Sproles. Oh. But I don't think he played for Buffalo. Hmm... I don't think he played for the Chiefs. I was thinking. So you said Buffalo, the Jets, New Orleans, the Saints, and the Chiefs. It's Chris Ivory. Nope. Damn it! I have no clue. C.J. Spiller. Oh fucking C.J. Goddamn Spiller! <laughs> I knew I should have guessed from the extremely low yardage. <laughs> Some no-name guy that I've never heard of. Uh, you've heard of C.J. Spiller. I probably, AJ hasn't. Probably. AJ has <laughs> okay, not heard of CJ Spiller. Uh, okay. He backed up Kareem Hunt his rookie year. Mm-hmm. Which is why he did nothing in Kansas City. Yeah. Alright. Alright, my guy. Was drafted in 2002. Mm-hmm. Uh, he played for North Carolina in college. Okay. He was drafted in the first round, second overall. Okay. Played for Carolina from 2002 to 2009. Chicago, 10 to 13. Green Bay, 14 to 16. And then back to Carolina, 2017 to 2018. What position? That'll give it away. <laughs> uh, some stats? Will that give it away, too? It Maybe. You could do total touchdowns and total yardage. You don't have to say yeah. passing, receiving. Uh, total touchdowns, four. <laughs> so he's a defensive player. <laughs> or a third-string quarterback. <laughs> oh. I will say he is on defense. Julius Peppers. Yep. <laughs> there you go. All right. <laughs> four total touchdowns in that career. They're all intercepted. I just thought, I, I remember him going back to the Panthers, yeah. and then the, the filler teams were the Bears and the Packers, so yeah. I remember that. Um, and technically, I mean, yeah, that's three teams he played for, but that's still four stints yeah. that he had with different teams. Right, so yeah. um, I know one of them was the same. But uh, going back a ways, uh, drafted in 1989 to the I Atlanta. I was one. Yeah. <laughs> to the Atlanta Falcons. I was two years away from existing. Um, played for Atlanta for five years, then moved on to San Francisco for one year, the Dallas Cowboys for five years, the Washington Redskins for one year in 2000, retired for three years 
and came back and played for the Baltimore Ravens for two more at the age of 37 and 38. Is a defensive player. What year did he he came back and what year? He retired in 2000, took off 2001, 2002, and 2003, came back for 04 and 05, Jeez. and played for the Baltimore Ravens. Defensive player. Drafted in 89? Mm-hmm. By Atlanta? Yes. I'll see. Hold on. That's I'm so give you. far out of my range. But you guys know this player. <laughs> for fucking sure. You said he's I have one more hint. I have one more hint before you guys give up, but I want you to think about it for a little bit. My first thought was Ed Reed. No. No. <laughs> but Reed no. was drafted in I like know. 2001. I know. Ed Reed's been playing in the league for 30 years. <laughs> right. Well, he took three years off, right? <laughs> um, trying to see. I, I'm, I assume asking his positions too much info. Yes. Was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 2011. I'll give you that one, too. That, of course, you picked like the time frame where I wasn't paying attention to football. It's not Ray Lewis. No, God, no! I don't think Ray never. Yeah, I, don't, I think he, he was. He was drafted fifth overall. Went to Florida State. Besides, Ray Lewis only played for one team. Right. No, that's why I'm saying it's not Ray Lewis. Yeah. And he was drafted way after that, like '95 or '96. It's not Brett Favre. Brett Favre was drafted in '92, three. And he he was yes he was drafted by the Falcons, but, but he was Green Bay for, was not on this list. He uh, he threw five passes. Two picks, zero completions. <laughs> and don't what, ask me how what, I know that. <laughs> I think one or two years in Atlanta. One year, and then they traded him. Okay. Maybe it was two, but yeah, they traded him to Green Bay. It's gonna. He's he's gonna piss me off when he says the name because I'll probably know it. Oh yeah, no, I know I'm gonna know it the second he says it. Oh, and then the the last hint we talked about this player earlier on the show. At some point. It's probably when we were talking about. The, the fucking greatest players, yeah. Now I'm trying to think back. Yeah, me too, but my brain doesn't work. <laughs> Here's an extra hint. Uh, the Detroit Lions, two picks before him, drafted a player with the same last name. What's the last name? <laughs> <laughs> Worth a shot. Was, um, was that the year Barry Sanders was drafted? Wasn't Joe Green. I think that was the year that Barry was drafted. So that would make your answer. I can't think of his first name. <laughs> I can't fucking think of his first name. And we talked about him. Was it Deion Sanders? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Why couldn't I think of fucking hey, Deion? Hey, we figured that out yeah. together. <laughs> With Alex's football know-how and AJ's lucky guess. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Barry, Barry Sanders was of Barry Sanders. Barry, draft, uh, Barry Sanders was drafted third, and then Deion Sanders was drafted fifth. I didn't realize they were in the same draft class. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That yeah. and, and Troy Aikman. <laughs> wow. That and I forgot fucking and, and Derek Thomas. <laughs> I forgot all Deion in the first spent, all in the first five picks. I forgot Deion spent that much time in Atlanta. Yeah, that was the same year that Tony Mandrich was drafted. <laughs> One of the biggest draft busts. Of, they could have had they could have Barry Sanders, Derek Thomas, or Deion Sanders. And they took Tony Mandrich. You remember with the fucking blonde mullet? Yeah, Yeah. no. Hideous blonde mullet. So that'll wrap up the show. Like I said (laughs) earlier, if you want to give us a follow on Twitter, at Beer Brothers FF, we would appreciate the support. Don't forget, you you can message us anytime. I'll I'll give you an answer to any fantasy football questions you might have. And if you like the show, uh, don't forget to leave us a review. We really appreciate it. It uh, helps us get our voices out there a little bit more. And then uh, I'm going to shut up for a second, and I'm going to let Alex and uh, AJ talk about their respective shows. Wow, we uh we really milked this for an hour, didn't we, mm-hmm. hey, boys? Uh, yeah, my other show is a 12-pack podcast. Uh, we drink beer, we yell about things, and we talk about weird shit. Uh, that is the entire premise of the show. Uh, and if you do listen to the show, just remember to vote fuck party 2020 in November. <laughs> so as, uh, Dylan and AJ have said, part of the four beardsman sports network. Yes. Uh, I run the college sports connection podcast over with my co-host AJ. 
or as they call him, Toge. Yeah, I am the I am, other. I am AJ. older, therefore I am AJ One. So we uh, haven't had too much to talk about. Honestly, we've been doing some filler. We did a couple weeks ago. We did our own rankings of ESPN Thirty for Thirties, mm-hmm. which was a lot of fun to talk about. So I still have to finish that episode. It, it was a fun one for sure. So uh, be sure to check us out on Twitter uh, at College Sport Pod. You can also find us on Facebook, the College Sport Connection Podcast. Uh, trying to post new content to get people engaged. Right now, we're dipping into some of the other sports. We're going to be talking some baseball here soon. But once college football's back on, full tilt college football. Can't wait to do our Maction preview. Can't wait to do our Big Ten preview. Got a lot of things in the pipeline. Got another new coach coming on for this next month, and mm-hmm. we're really excited to continue our year of Maction. So if you guys are interested, check us out. We definitely appreciate it. Dope. That's uh, that's actually all I've got. AJ, you got anything else? That's all I've got. All right, Please guys. vote for me, even though my list is shit. <laughs> yeah, we'll post that poll up, and uh, <laughs> we'll we'll let you know how everybody did next week. Uh, that'll do it for the, for us this time, guys. Uh, we love you. We appreciate the support, and we will see you guys next time. Goodbye. Fuck you, Riley. Fuck you, Jonesy. Thanks for listening to the Beard Brothers Fantasy Football Podcast. I usually listen to fantasy hockey shows, but this one's pretty fucking good, don't you know? When they uh when they give you fantasy advice, you sound like a Pekingese cat got its tail stuck in a window. Ah, we're out. <laughs>